You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Note Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family Manga Podcast, Family Not Network. I'm here with my fam, and it is Jason. What up, Jason? Hey, Jim. It is good to be back in the basement talking about the Death Note. Yeah, the Death Note in the basement. I'm in the attic, so we're both separate deals, but we're still fired up. Also, I want to tell everybody. all levels covered. Yes, the way that we end up recording, we end up getting on this system and you. You're Araldo Coyle, one of my favorite names of all time now. I, I actually <laughs> forgot that name, how much I loved it. Until yeah, that, it that's up how again. I signed into the Zencaster today. It was either that or I was going to pick one of the Yatsuda group members, but I, I went with Coyle. That'd be funny. I'm like, who the heck is he? Because we do end up seeing all the names. You get a lot of descriptions of them in this chapter. And I don't know. There's some weird things about this chapter, but it is chapter 43 black. I did tell you I saw some trivia that the mangaka said that it the black means that you're not sure they have suit a group that they are guilty. I told you, I, mm. I kind of think they it, are. It seems pretty sure. Yeah. I would have thought that you, like I've heard the term like a black corporation in Japan is, a, is like a, a company you really don't want to work for. They work it too hard, which these guys seem to have a pretty uh, cushy job, at least. Yeah, they right do. Now. Yeah. Also, he said that it was because they're all wearing black suits. I'm like, okay, I can go with that. I, I can go with that one. But we do start out where. <laughs> The best in this, and, and our hero of all heroes, is Matsuda, who is so excited that he a- he actually has been able to help out. Now, every step of the way, no it one seems ever that forget. nobody's, yeah, he's just going to keep telling everybody he goes too far. He starts to be that guy who, you know, you're friends with him and he scored one touchdown and just keeps bringing it up. Right. You want to let other people praise you. You don't want to keep mentioning your own good stuff. Yeah. He's so happy. I will He's say got no one chill. thing. No, he has no chill. He's a tryhard, but he tries hard in weird ways. But also, I will say one thing. We thought that he was going to be lost with not being Misa Misa's manager. He seems to be fine. <laughs> he seems to just be fine hanging out, yelling that he was the one who got all the info. And that's his, his only one thing. He used to have two things, making sure people knew that he contributed and helped out light on the other bit. And managing Misa Misa. Now he's he's down to one, so he's got to lean into it. And so, like you usually do, say this is our buddy, and he's in our group, and we know the guy is just always over the top. He's always saying that everything he did was great. You have to position things the way that you say so. If Matsuda's story is correct, like you don't want to go full out and say everything you told us is correct and this is what we have. They yeah, are you, still trying to figure it out, and Matsuda's mad. He's like, it is correct. He's so mad. You, you understand, you know, you have some people in your, your crew who are, you know, modest, and if they say something, it's definitely true. And others, you got to, you know, some people always have a story, right? And their stories are always entertaining, but not always perfect. Well, not true. always perfect. So, and, you know, that's Matsuda. And so they start talking about it. Hey, if it's correct, they're going to end up, they meet on Fridays, they do this. But one of the big plays is they actually can center on, okay, whatever is up with this Kira, probably not able to kill somebody just by seeing the face. Because if that was the case, Matsuda <laughs> would be dead. Would be dead on the floor right now, yes. Matsuda finally realizes how much trouble he was in. He's like, oh man, I was really <laughs> in trouble, wasn't I? He's so... I love him. I think he's great. But when you're trying to do an investigation and trying to figure out things while your mind's going a mile a minute, you don't need him on the side doing crazy stuff like, man, I was in trouble. Yeah, he he's getting interrupted. He's, he's no, uh, no undercover agent. He's no James Bond. You want him working, you know, 
at the home office. Except, or get rid of him in a, a weird task of being Misa Misa's manager. <laughs> that was the for best instance. thing for him. Yeah, even then he was a tryhard. But we then get the executives. They have looked into it. And so they're looking through all of these yeah, guys. They to- know all these people because they got to invite them all back to the hotel last ish, last episode, last of what do we call chapters, what we call these things. Uh, they were all there drinking beer and wine and, and sake and uh, watching a manager f- apparently plunge to his death off the balcony. So all those cameras got some nice photographs of all these people. They're completely identified. So we know this is the Yatsuba group, these eight guys. And it's really convenient that they all have very distinctive looks. Like we have three light-haired people, four dark-haired people, one no-hair guy, and some of them wear glasses. And you can all kind of identify them pretty easily, which is which is handy. It may come in extra handy later. It is handy. And like if we were sitting here and I'm like, oh, it's the, you know, there's a couple guys with glasses. But the guy, I guess that, that Kida, that's the guy that you thought was... Kira before is that is yeah, that the guy? I, there was some I was panel looking, we right? saw like part of his chin. I think is what it was. I, I'm going with Takahashi. I don't trust that guy. <laughs> Look at that guy with his long hair and mustache. He doesn't fit in. I think it's him, though. It's weird. He looks kind of stoned. Yeah, his eyes are too close together, and he's just like like zoned out. He looks like he's like the Japanese John Bonham or something. He's ready to, <laughs> to hit, hit the road with Led Zeppelin. I don't trust that. But some of the other guys also I like where there might be those subtle plays in the art. Like you have Hattori who will come up big in this. But Hattori, his look is almost like he's staring at us saying like, well, what the hell's your problem? I think that there might be little yeah, subtle like things the, that are the, playing. The bully in a, like a high school anime. He's the tough guy. Or maybe, or maybe he's the guy who has a heart of gold but looks like a bully. He's that character, perhaps? Namakawa next to him looks like he's like the heartthrob of some some yeah. sort of he's, uh, manga He's out of, a, well. out of a shoujo manga. Is what a he's shoujo is what I was going to say. So you, you have these guys, but if you go down and you think, okay, Higuchi who looks like a Dracula. On. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he really does. What, what's up with those sideburns? It's a weird deal. Mito just kind of looks like light. Maybe that's a play. That's Actually, yeah. it looks like a light. You have Shimura, who looks like he did not know that they were going to take that picture. <laughs> he, he got real yeah, surprised. Yeah, the headlights right there. <laughs> Actually, looks a little like V from BTS as well. So I like him. I don't like Takeshi Oi. I did, that guy O-O-E. seems, yeah, Oi. It's a weird play. Which is easy to remember because he looks like he's an egg because he's, he's got no hair. It is true. So yeah, you have... And so each of them have their little things that you might end up. And even in this chapter, you see that the Yatsuba group, they're starting to get that play of when, like me and you and a couple other guys, we do a heist. Everything's fine at first. We think it's the greatest. But then things start breaking uh, down. You start to get worried. You start to get paranoid. uh, Almost a Reservoir Dogs kind of situation. Exactly. That's what happens. And you do see it starting to happen in this, especially where out of nowhere, because I was wondering, okay, what are we going to get in this chapter besides watching L eat things very oddly (laughs) with his tongue at one (laughs) point? As he's watching, he's so weird. Like he, you didn't think he could look more like a frog, and yet they found a way to make him look even more like a frog. So they're talking about, well, if if you know Matsuda's right, this next Friday, it's going to be very interesting. Now, with that, you have El knows other things that are going on, kind of. I mean, well, I'll even ask you, Aber, he seems to kind of do this on his own, because you end up later, 
else yeah. says, I wish he didn't do that and this because he ends up just taking the guys mm-hmm. of Araldo. It, it seems like he was assigned to get close to one of the members of the group. But like a, like that was his vague assignment. But he figured out, hey, if I tell them I'm this Araldo Coyle guy, you know, all, all the cool people want to be Araldo Coyle. And I, they make contact that way. I think the idea is, oh, suddenly that'll make them all like shocked and nervous and maybe make them make a mistake. And I think it, it's going to work, but it kind of burns an identity that L probably wanted to, you know, keep on the back burner. That's why I think Matsuri's not smart enough. He has to jump up and say, see, I'm not the only one who starts to call audibles here. And also by the end, does it seem to you that Aber is able to pocket this money himself? <laughs> He's actually going to take the money himself. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to share a ton of money. No, I'm like, man, this guy's going crazy. On. And he is a con man. I will say that we've had him look kind of different at point, but this is a pretty good looking dude where he's just sitting there. He looks like he's right out of Miami Vice and calls these guys and ends up calling up to, like you said, he's saying that he's a Roldo Coyle. He's calling a number from the uh, Super Group saying, hey, listen, this is me again. I'm calling because we had this deal and I think I get and he starts that play up again, hoping that, you know, somebody would mess up. And this is that Kida who answers the phone. He doesn't know what to do. And I do like this. It is something they had contacted him through like multiple jumps of intermediaries. But we saw two chapters ago that uh, Watari had traced it back to Kida. So uh, Abers says, I'm just going to call Kida directly. And they had offered, they had some lowball offer of like, like $100,000 up front and 1.4 mil on completion. He says, no, no, no. You're going to give me 2 million up front and 8 million on completion. And even if you don't want to hire me, you still got to pay me the $2 million to buy my silence, which you can see, akita has got a bad, bad case of the manga sweats. He's, he's feeling tense. And I'm wondering at that point, even Aber, is he going too far? Is he playing this crazy game? But he seems to be on it. I'd like where when he calls Kita, it's a restricted call, but I wouldn't answer it if I was Kita, but he does. And that, he never says anything. He's worried that if he says something, it's going to incriminate him. It's going to end up messing up. And you realize Aber realizes after a bit, he's not going to say anything. So I'm just going to tell him, Hey, you think this over, I'll call back, you call me back here at this deal, and, and then we'll figure this out. But he really, he wants $10 million overall. I like the idea in this is you, you kind of have a weird play as you go, because then Kita gets upset and he's calling people, hey, we have this. And it's almost like, I, I swear, like Kita can't add the numbers together, but then the next guy's like, that's $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, pull out his fingers. Because eh, exactly. he and keeps eight. going with the two and the eight. Two and the eight. Two. We got to convert from ten. yen. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I was thinking. and But again, that's a, a lot of money. And this really sets things. Now, I don't know about you. I do like this chapter. But the weird play in this chapter is now we end up getting the Atsuba group figuring out what to do when we already know that this isn't real. So it's kind of a neat play to see them sweating and whatever, but some of the stuff they're setting up or wondering what to do, we kind of know it's not going to happen. Some of the talking here, it's a lot of, well, we know, so he knows, and he know that we know, and it's going back to like we used to see all the time between L and Light. Now it's over here, and they kind of have almost the same voices, which is a little bit annoying. But uh, it is it is kind of fun to see this happen in another group. And I don't again, I don't want five more chapters like this. No. But one chapter, and I'm trying to think it it's through. It's okay. Well. 
It's a very, very chatty chapter. Lots of You actually spelled it out really well for me as the idea. This is very much like that game of cat and mouse between L and Light. The problem is we really like to see the cat and mouse between L and Light. We like the characters. You just end up really finding out the names fully of them in here. And then as they go forward, it is like you said, it's like, well, he might know this or we might mm-hmm. know that or he could do that. What yeah, is he these doing with eight this? are just starting to become like real individual characters. We see some of them are a little more panicky. Some of them are cool and collected or at least want people to see them as cool and collected. So it's not as much fun yet because there's so many of them and they're all kind of just I think not individualized yet. Yeah, I still like I said, I still do like it. Uh, it's funny, too, because at the one point, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, oh, is uh, he's like straight out of the Matrix. I see <laughs> he's even got like those glasses that they, uh, what's his <laughs> Neo had, or not even Neo, what, that you had uh, Samuel have. Now I can't remember the name in it, but well, well, yeah, it's it's the, you know, the Matrix. But you end up Everyone with this. I'm going to be editing that one out. But we have the whole play <laughs> where they're sitting there wondering, oh, my God, I think he screwed up. Oh no, Morpheus. he didn't. What was he good Morpheus. at? Morpheus. That's Head he looks that like yeah. he does look like Morpheus a lot at that one point. He even has the flip phone. So you have this whole play where, hey, you know, I and everybody's fighting. You still wonder like which one is Kira. And I love the point where there are points when you're talking like, listen, I'm gonna say this, but don't think because I say this that makes me Kira because Kira this Kira that. But at one point you do end up finally having somebody's like, I'm out of here. I don't want to go to jail with Tori, yeah. That makes sense that he thought that, you know, everything's, pro- he's protected, right? We're doing this, this bad stuff, but, you know, no one's going to find out. And now that the coil, or, you know, not really coil, but so they think it's coil, makes contact back with them, he's panicking. He wants to get out. He doesn't want to go to jail. He says, see you guys. And then there's the whole back and forth of, well, if you try to leave, then Kira, I, I'm not saying I'm Kira. I'm not saying I'm not Kira. But Kira will probably kill you for that. And also, by the way, it's not like you'll be left out if the cops get us down, right? You've been at all the meetings. It's not like we're the seven of us are going to be, oh, we're not going to mention Hattori. No, you're definitely going down with us if we go down. So you might as well stick around. Yeah, I like that. I think it's Gucci, Draculus, where he's like, okay, you leave. You'll be dead tomorrow. What? (laughs) He's like, ah, just joke. Like, they're all playing that deal. And yeah, all of them probably want to know which one of us is Kira, who's playing it. Obviously, one of them is, it seems. So mm-hmm. you have all but that no going on. But no one wants to get really loud about that and draw attention to themselves because you don't want Kira to turn on you. And that's what's weird about it at this point. I know the play and all that, but at this point, you might just want to have somebody step up and say, listen, I'm Kira. Like, I'm Kira. Let's get this crap done. But they don't want to reveal that. they. And at one point, they're talking about like almost like Kira may even be like this weird entity because the idea where they say, you you know why Kira wants to be here. Kira wants knowledge and Kira wants this. And it seems a little yeah. bit There's, odd. It felt like, like you I know what I mean? Argument. Like he said, oh, Kira wants money and status. What I thought was kind of neat here is they don't know that this Kira is a different Kira. They think that the old Kira has just always been a Yatsuba guy, apparently, and has just kind of changed his motivation. Like, oh, I was doing the justice thing for a while and, and didn't really work out for me, so I'm going to go for the money and power and status thing instead. Which is, has an interesting idea that it had not occurred to me that they thought it was the same guy. And, and that's what threw me, like, the idea that these guys, like, 
okay, maybe you know, like, me and you are there, and I know you since college, but you might be Kira. So do I start thinking about, oh, man, like, is it Jason? Because he always did this, that, and the other. Everybody's diet around him, whatever the case may be. But that is the weird play that I didn't think that they thought it was the same deal. They seem very (laughs) – at one point, I thought they had it all together. Now I'm seeing that they have some wacky ideas. And even that play at the beginning, you ended up having L say, hey, listen, because I think that what they were trying to think at first was, okay, well, look at all these guys that we know are part of this group. Which one is a trillionaire? That is curious. But they, he ends up saying, mm-hmm. it's weird. These guys aren't really getting money personally. And you end up finally, I think it was, at light say, well, maybe they're just smart. Maybe they're trying not to get caught, and that kind of gets pushed aside at L, one point. L has no respect for this new cure. He actually says, yeah, he's hiding in a group, and the quote is, the person must be a stupid coward who can't do anything on his own. No, no attack there. Like, he had a certain kind of strange respect for the first cure, right? Not that he liked them, but he was he knew there was a, 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 like a combat between equals. Yeah, a, is there a, a weird play that when he said that, like he might actually be seeing how Light reacts too, even though he's kind of sure that, you know, Kira must have been Light, but he kind of left him at some point and he's confused. But when he said that, I'm like, it is true. He thinks that this Kira is just nonsense. I really also think that that has to do that Matsuda was the one who was able to find out stuff and he does not respect Matsuda at all. But these guys, like <laughs> the weird play of the, the almost like the bookends is that. There's, you know, L saying, I don't respect this guy. He wants to hide within a crowd. He's a coward. He's doing that. But then you end up having the uh, Suda group where they're trying to figure it out themselves. But they go that other way of, oh, no, this guy, this Kira, he's great. He wants to get knowledge from everything. Like, they do have that little spin there. But again, by the end, yeah, I They kind of got to suck up to him because he's there in the room with them. He knows all their names and faces. So... It's it's like uh, the Twilight Zone with the kid who could send people into the cornfield. Oh, it's a good thing you're doing. Oh, it's a wonderful thing you're doing. You gotta. That was freaky. Deal. You're you're the greatest. He's like, I but don't. You don't like know which talking. kid in town is doing it, so you gotta say nice things about no, all the kids. True. Just in it's case. all the kids. I don't want to be in that neighborhood. So when this is going on, it is you know pretty cool where they then say, okay, well, what we'll do, and and again, I, that's where I'm worried about Aber. Because Aber's going to help them. But then even later, the, maybe he's a, the one guy's on it. He actually kind of has figured it out or wondered it. But at this point, they say, hey, how about this? I love the negotiations. They do want to look again, talking about mm-hmm. that status. It's a weird play that they really want that status. Yeah, the money so, thing is weird. So first they lowballed, and then he came back and said, I want $2 million and $8 million. And they're like, that's unacceptable to us. We're going to say $5 million and then... A jilly, whatever it was. The idea is that they, they they want to first show off how rich and powerful and deep pocketed they are, but then they plan on not paying off at the end, right? They they're, they're going to say they're going to bring the guy in. We'll make it a right. We'll, we'll make it a, a requirement that we see his face, and then instead of paying him off, we'll we'll just kill him and we won't have to pay that last you know, however many so million dollars. At least they get was. evil by the end, but they're not good negotiators. I know what they're trying to do. They're let's make them you know think that we're big high rollers. We have, and they have six hundred million or whatever that they can spend, and it's going to go up because they're getting all the stuff. Yeah, it's six hundred million yen, which is like six million dollars, give yeah, or so take. So they have stuff to play around with, and uh, a little. But even then, I like where they say at one point, 
says, listen, we're going to show him that money isn't an object, that we have all the money we need, we're high rollers, so give him $5 million. And then he says, and then at the end we'll give him 10 Now, is that 10 more at the end, or are we just going back where you're just playing around with the signing bonus? It must be 10 so, more. You know, it must be that's 10 what more. I thought, because I thought, what are we, like, trying to get under the cap here with the money? Again, still it just doesn't matter them. because they they're care. never going to pay that $10 million. That's the weird play. They could actually say, if they were crazy, we'll give you can't get too high in the end because then I think that Aber would know. Oh, they're not planning on giving me anything. If they're like, listen, we think you're great. 30 million by the end. <laughs> they're not going to be able to do that. But again, you have that play where I, I, I just worry. Not that I love Aber or Weedy, who, who we get, but I don't want to see anybody die because they're greedy. But again, that kind of goes with the Kira thing anyway. But so all this is, is that it's set up where, okay, we're going to look into this, where that is getting close and figuring out, you know, the whole deal. And L finds out, and he's like, okay, you know, he has to go with it. I, he doesn't seem very happy with, with what Aber did, especially with he, he that says, persona. I don't appreciate it, but I'm staying quiet since it's a good idea. And he doesn't often say that some other person's idea is a good idea. So that is high praise, even though it's only a you know quiet offhand statement. Yep. Yeah, so they're playing all this, and he says, you know, at this rate, they'll be asking things I'm going to meet. At one point, it's weird that even in that meeting, they're like, man, we really like this Geraldo Coyle. Like, they have weird plays of going on. They think, like, I like the cut of that guy's shit. Yeah, so they play, oh, it's a good thing that he found us because that just proves that he's the great detective and that we hired the right guy. If he couldn't find us, then what good would he be to find a gal? Because remember... Is what they want him to do is to find out who L is so they can kill him. And that's what they still want to do. And I, I do like the spin, and you do even have at the end where the idea where you can look at it, okay, glass half full, half empty, and they really are going with, okay, well, not, oh, man, he figured it out, so that must mean we're in big trouble, whatever. They do push the idea, Aroldo Coyle, he's the second greatest detective in the world. He's going to figure, oh, that's great. He's awesome. Let's hide. It's very odd the way they spin things instead of really thinking that they're in big trouble, which they kind of are at this point. They're they're running into some trouble. And you even have by the end that you have guys even figuring it out. And that's, you know, Shimura, who actually says, what if this is a dupe? What if the Serraldo Coil is actually a spy for L or the He's right. I mean, he's yeah, right. He so doesn't say that times. in the meeting itself. This is this is him and uh, Ooi. Off on the side afterwards, kind of having their own little private meeting. And Oi kind of gives him shade. He almost feels like the Matsuda of this group. He's kind of looks younger. He's sweating. I didn't understand Oi here because he says, yeah, if worst comes to worst, well, we can blast a missile into Coil's or L's base. And then he says, that was a joke. I don't, I don't get it. Some, I'm missing something culturally there, I think. Well, the weird thing about it is I just think that Maybe at this point we're supposed to be led to believe that Oi is the is Kira. But I think that when he says that, it's not even like Shimura, relax, please stop thinking so negative if this Kira will take care of him. I think that when he says that whole deal, that's like almost showing that he's still thinking like the evil guy is, but he must not be Kira's just says, Well, blast a missile. That's like out of nowhere. Maybe he's just screwing around. You know, with Shimura, I don't know. It was weird, but he does say to Shimura, "If you were so confident in this, why didn't you bring it up in the meeting?" And I, I, I think Shimura's just like, "Hey, we got to watch out. Maybe he's friends with his Ohoi." I, I think Ohoi's thinking, nice. you know, we we are where we are. We can't back out now. So we, 
we, we can't assume this guy is going to get us because if he's going to get us, he already knows who we are. So let's just hope for the best, assume it's all going to work out and keep moving forward. That is kind of the end result. And that's why I said where they're going on and on about, well, if, you know, the Serraldo call figures that, figures that, figures that, well, we know that it is, it's Abram. So when they finally get to the point of like, well, he knows it's us. We got to pay him. Let's go. See how it goes. I'm, I'm on with it. And I do like seeing them kind of going back and forth a little. I wish we knew them a little more because, like you said, they all sound alike for the most part. They kind of just are blending in together because we don't have that much. But they are. We know a lot more about them now than we ever have before. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, if like, say, this Kida or the Satori, now I think I'm I'm on board. I think that this does a good job of springboarding me into knowing or caring or or not even caring, but knowing who I kind of like and don't like. So we'll kind of go from there. But yeah, at the end, then you have all this going on. Abra says, yeah, we did this. And Weedy calls and says, hey. I'm up there I'm on the top of the building. I'm just like Black Widow. I can break yeah, into Black this. Widow, like, Catwoman, she's just standing out there with her, you know, leather tight shirt zipper undone two thirds of the way. No, I know. Just what posing. Is she doing? And she's like she she disabled every surveillance camera except the one that goes on her good side here. She's posing off. <laughs> and then she says, Hey, listen. I kind of was confused with what she said, but I kind of looked in and the idea, she says, I'd like to help out the peeping Tom with Tori's hide. I'm like, oh, who's the son? Oh, that's just a spy guy who's going to come in with her. So they're going to go in and put a bunch of cameras. And yeah, this is just so when we turn the page and we they, we know that they have all the cameras, we, we know that, I mean, L is the one who says peeping Tom, but he has no right to call anyone a peeping Tom. Because we know all the cameras he has all over Misa Misa's bedroom and bathroom. And, and that's so like the craziest deal. He, he should keep deal. it to himself. It threw me off when he said this. I, and so I looked and I guess the it's translation situation deal. Here. It is. And, but yeah, the translation I, I, that's deal, I wrote down it seems like. translation's a little off. It is. The translation is because I looked and that's like the translation of a, a professional who would go in and put equipment. So it makes sense. But when he said, I'm like, are you talking about yourself? Because you're the worst, dude. But he's there. He's all, and again, when we get the little bits of, you know, the body language and stuff mm-hmm. like this, when he said, when he jumps up on his chair and gets in that crouch, that's when stuff's really going on. That's, and that's he's when thinking, he's excited, yeah. And he has jumped up on the chair. He's not licking weird desserts and things at this point. He is full in. And in this chapter, one of the least chapters with light that we've had. Uh, especially because he's in the room True, a lot of times anything. he's ju- he's in the just kind of in the background he has a couple comments he says at this one point where hey man aber good thinking by him the idea of getting the surveillance and stuff like that but yeah we yeah, need- most of most of light's lines in this chapter could have been given to anyone on the task force it's just somebody to bounce back and forth with l just talking through things through definitely could have been just his dad because it's just like yeah, that kind sure. of talk yeah so when they see it, I love their – I'm waiting for Matsuda at this point to be like, oh, man, like, why aren't we watching Nisa Misa's room? Because they switch all the surveillance cameras to the meeting room. And I really do think at one point here, Matsuda, how I can explain him to everyone, he is definitely 100% the we made stovetop and I helped. He's always <laughs> yelling at the side. Like, he didn't do a lot of it, but he did it. And he's like, oh, my God. My heart's pounding. They're about to start the secret meeting. I uncovered with my heroics. L doesn't <laughs> miss a beat. He goes with your stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Give the guy something. Stupid Matt. You know, like give him something. Say, yeah, 
now cut it. We've heard enough. Because I think he just wants Here's that one medal, bit of acknowledgement. Now go away. Yeah. Nobody wants to give it to him. They don't want to. But this last page is the most intriguing page in the chapter. Because we get, okay, because they, they walk in and we have light say it's later than Matsuda said, but they are starting a meeting. So already, already something's a little bit off. And then somebody at the meeting, we don't know who says it, somebody says, we're all here, let's begin the meeting. And then Light's dad points out, and then we notice as well, there's an empty chair. There's only seven people there, but they say, we're all here. So what happened off panel, off camera that we don't know about? And it's crazy because when I was looking, I mm-hmm. swear to God that it, 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 I don't know. Who do you think? I think that. Oh, it, I went, I went through uh, all, I, I spent some time on this actually. So yeah, so we see four people with dark hair. So all the dark haired people are there. Yep. And you see the bald guy. Shimura's oh. there, who I thought was going to die. So he's there because he has dark hair, but you keep going. We, right. we see the bald guy. We only see two people with light colored hair. So it's got to be one of the light-colored hair people, and one of the light-colored hair people clearly has a really dumb-looking mustache. So it's not mustache guy. Takahashi. So that leaves it back down to, what, Hattori and Mito? And Hattori was the guy who was panicking and wanted to leave. So I think that seems the most likely candidate to be the guy who's not there. And if you if you go and again because we're kind of just introduced these guys, Mito was really pushing the meeting forward at one point and really getting into a lot of different things mm-hmm. and trying to explain I stuff. I think that's so. Mito kind of in the middle, about to sit down in the chair. I think that looks more like Mito, although this is kind of a zoomed out widescreen picture, so we can't tell for sure. Now maybe the whoever is Kira in that group. Heard Hattori get all panicky and thinks, oh, this guy can't be relied on anymore, and just killed him. Maybe Hattori is dead. And maybe maybe Kira let the rest of the group know, hey guys, Hattori's not coming to the meeting anymore, so don't be like Hattori. Yeah, they must have, you know, it seems, or they'll just be like, oh, he's, you know, in the bathroom, he comes running in. <laughs> like, they know everybody's here. But <laughs> if that happens, the first pale of next chapter, that, that would, and I went through all funny. this work and theorizing, oh, flipping God, back and so forth. Mad. Oh, and, and I'll, I'll, again, <laughs> I'll laugh, when you, but I'll be mad. Yeah. When you have that meeting, I'm telling you, Mito is like 90% of the meeting. He's the one that kept bringing and he seems very calm. He seems going, and, you know, hey. He even says that Gucci's right. Coyle has us figured out a lot. Let's do this. Let's do that. So I'd be shocked if it was him unless somebody who he's not Kira and somebody thinks that he's trying to control. It's very odd. It's very odd, the whole play going on. But I I think it might be a story. I mean, it it seems like that would be it. It would be funny if you end up having problems and he'd be so mad. But by the end, we do have a very quick death note how to use it. Which actually is so much, it makes sense. Wow. This is the best one we've had we, in a we've long time. We've been a little time. down on the how to use it things for a while. But this one, it actually answers, it's, it's short, it's straightforward, it's understandable, and it answers a question that you and I spoke about way back at the beginning of this whole thing. So, here we go. Death Note, how to use it, triple XI, number 31. It says, the number of pages of the Death Note will never run out. That's a great one. Which we wondered about because we thought always oh, is, is that you have to write small because you may run out of pages. What Start happens when you run out of pages? Margins at points, you go back. But yeah, it just keeps replenishing the pages, which is a good plan. Yeah, but that made me think: Are there ways to you know exploit this? Like if there's, you're playing a video game, every every little thing you get, you want to say, "Oh, can I exploit this in a way they didn't intend?" 
Like you could make an infinite number of paper airplanes. Yep. Right? Yeah. Just pull out <laughs> a page, it. fold it up, throw, throw it. it. Still got pages. You're there. All right. Paper airplane. You start entering the paper airplane contest. All right. And then if you lose, you just put the others in the death note and then you win by default. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Uh, you could insulate your house, right? You could just keep exactly. pages, crumple them up in free insulation. Or, you know, you have a, a puppy. You, you end up putting them down. The puppy crap, <laughs> you throw it away. You got it all. <laughs> Here you go. You, you shred, you shred a huge number of pages. You use it for a ticker tape parade. And then everyone in the city starts seeing Shinigami. Oh my God! They see Shinigami. They everybody would just die of fear. <laughs> It'd be crazy. They're like, "Oh my God, uh, that would be." Maybe crazy, that's how this ends. Maybe that's how Death Note ends. Don't tell me. That's like one of the things that you end. Like if it was me, and I'm like, okay, well, in the real life, I know that my life's going to end soon. I'm going out with a bang ticker tape parade. Everybody, <laughs> here we go. Everybody, just go with it. But what would you give this overall? Yeah, I. The last page really saved it for me. So along the way, it's nice to get to know the Yatsuba group members. It's good to see some dissension and some cracks in their group. That's kind of fun. But it was it was really dry along the way. But that last page where something happened off panel, one of them's not there, <laughs> that really has me thinking. So uh, put it all together, eh, call this an 8.3 out of 10. Uh, I'm an 8.5. I, I liked it. I, I like, you know, most of the chapters are always really good. This one was a little talky. Like I said, at a point, you're like, okay, it's not really, you know, coil, so kind of let's get moving. But by the end, like you said, it's a crazy ending. They usually have some crazy, crazy cliffhangers, so we end up, oh, my God. But but we have seen those cliffhangers, especially with Light's dad. Like, oh, my God, he, oh, he yeah. didn't die. Or some he's of them not as excited. Flat. Some of them work out great, but others turn out to be just kind of dupes yeah, on the reader. some of them are dupes. So I'm worried, but this one, it seems big, right? It seems really big. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next episode. But thanks for joining me once again, Jason. Thanks, everybody, Thank for you, listening. Jim. Please check us out over on Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then check out our Patreon, Weird Science Manga. Patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga. Get early access to a bunch of things and some stuff like that but that'll all be in the show notes but that is it we will talk to you all later you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution